to Writers on the Beat, where crime writers meet crime fighters. I'm your host, Gavin Reese, and I'm proud to be part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. Every episode of this podcast will bring in a variety of experts to help all writers incorporate more authentic cops, crime, and criminals in their stories. Jeffrey Lionel Dahmer uh, was known as the Milwaukee Cannibal, or the Milwaukee Monster, depending on the news outlet that you followed. He was an American serial killer and sex offender who was later apprehended and convicted of rape, murder, and the dismemberment of 17 men and boys between 1978 to 1991. Many of his later murders involved necrophilia, cannibalism, and the permanent preservation of body parts. Dahmer lived in Milwaukee and resided in an apartment there near a downtown college. Dahmer was convicted of 15 of the 16 murders he committed in Wisconsin and sentenced to 15 terms of life imprisonment in 1992. He was later sentenced to a 16th term of life imprisonment for a murder committed in Ohio in 1978. On November 28, 1994, Dahmer was beaten to death by a fellow inmate. For today's episode, much like the previous uh, Kent the Cop episode, we're featuring an unpublished expert who can help authors um, and writers contribute uh, much more authentic crime and crime scenes and reality into their books. Today, we're going to be speaking with Christy from Wisconsin. Christy uh, was Jeffrey Dahmer's landlord, and she has a very unique perspective, a very unique experience on what the aftermath of a heinous crime scene like that is like what kind of cleanup responsibilities uh, and difficulties are left for property owners or for a family member, um, if it had been a relative that's left behind to, to deal with all that. So without further ado, uh, Christy, thank you for joining us in Writers on the Beat today. Um, you're certainly welcome, Gavin. Well, I greatly appreciate you coming on. And like I uh, said, I guess in the intro that you have a, a very unique story, a very unique perspective, and I really appreciate you sharing that with us. And, um, you know, I'm certainly going to do my best to, to try to, you know, maintain all the, all the respect I can for the crime victims and, and not divulge this into the, into the macabre. So I, I really appreciate you trust me with this. Absolutely. So what, uh, can you, I guess, start us out with a little bit of background before um, all of the news and all this life-changing event came public um, to give our listeners a little bit of perspective about what happened? Well, approximately a year and a half prior to this coming to surface, my husband and I um, purchased this part, this particular building. And um, I wasn't really um, involved in all of that aspect of it, but he, you know, um, frequently bought um, quite a few, quite a few different properties. And um, they actually served us really well. And the day that he had, you know, purchased this building, he was like, oh, yeah, you know, this is um, um, a very nice building. There's, I think he said, um, 50 units. They're all filled. Most of the people living there um, happen to be students. They, you know, and we will, we will definitely turn over a our, our really good profit. I'm like, fine, fine, fine. And um, I actually got to, you know, to actually see this building. And I was like, oh, well, it doesn't really look that bad. You know, um, tenants are there. They all have really good leases. Everybody's paying on time. 
the area was sort of, you know, sort of starting to become a little seedy, but, you know, nothing that I was too overly concerned about. And um, so, you know, we were the owners and um, didn't really have a whole lot of problems every now and then. Um, the property manager who actually lived on site would, you know, um, call us and tell us, oh, you know, last night the MCOPs were there because of, you know, something, but nothing that was really that bad, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, anyways, um, so that's how I became, and that's how I became an owner, you know. Um, the tenant, uh, Mr. Dahmer, um, paid, you know, um, paid his paid his rent on time. You know, really didn't give us a whole a whole lot of problems. Um, I did feel when my husband and I, you know, went into the building for for the first time, I thought that it that it did kind of smell, you know. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, you know, it's just it's just one of those buildings that happens to be a little bit a little bit older, and it did actually need some work, you know, so we decided that, you know, we would go, you know, unit by unit and, you know, I'll talk with each of the tenants and see if there was anything in their unit that, you know, maybe needed to be fixed. And um, Mr. Dahmer was not home the first time that we went down there. Um, if he, if he was home, he certainly didn't didn't answer sure but um anyways um before we actually had opportunity to meet him we were letting all of the tenants know that we would like to you know come in um and paint and clean everybody's carpets and get the whole entire entire building um sprayed just because i noticed that there happened to be bugs you know and i thought oh that's kind of nasty and um as I said, you know, um, Mr. Dahmer um, was not home um, when we were out there. And uh, shortly after that, the property manager you know, contacted us to tell us that the individual that was, you know, that was living in um, apartment number, apartment number um, 213 had contacted him telling him that the pipe seemed to be backed up. And um, of course, I answered the phone because I was home a lot during the day. And I said, well, you know, let's just um, get them fixed. And um, they did have them fixed. I don't really know what was all wrong, but um, we did have opportunities shortly thereafter to get another call from the property manager who told us that the, that the same individual had contacted him and told him that the, that the um, kitchen garbage disposal was not working anymore. And I didn't really give it much thought. I figured, well, you know, this building's um, kind of old. It's probably mm -hmm. never been switched out. So um, we had it fixed. And um, shortly thereafter, you know, a couple months or so went by. And um, I actually got to, I actually got to um, meet this man. And, I, you know, he didn't really... He didn't really talk much, um, did not really make any kind of eye contact with me. Mm. And I just said, hey, you know, we'd like to um, come in and get this property, you know, fixed up. And I felt like I made him super, super nervous. You know? oh, wow. So he was like, no, 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 nothing needs to be done. You know, and I was like, okay, wow. well, 
you know, I'm sorry I bothered you, you know. Yeah. And um, anyways, um, shortly thereafter, and I don't really exactly know when because since this has all, you know, been in the past, um, a lot of my, you know, records and things like that, since they don't own the property anymore, um, I don't have, but we received another call that we needed to have the um, garbage we needed to have the garbage disposal fixed and the property manager you know contact us and let us and let us know that and so I'm like wow didn't you just get that fixed and um, he said yes and so I said well I guess we can just have it fixed again I said but that's kind of weird you know maybe mm -hmm. you might want to talk to him and just let him know there's certain things that you probably should not be putting down a garbage on disposal and of course you know um, keep in mind that I never had any kind of thoughts of the things that were actually happening in that in that particular apartment Oh, yeah, and, who, um, who would? I mean, that's, you know, you, you, only a fiction novelist would think about something. Exactly. Like um, exactly. In fact, you know, when all of this came to actual surface, I kind of felt like I was maybe having a really bad, bad dream. It was like, well, oh, sure. this, this just cannot be happening to us. Anyways, um, long story short, um, again, we needed to, you know, put in um, another garbage, um, a garbage to the disposal. And um, so I was like, you know, three and less than, I don't know, maybe seven, eight months. I thought, wow, wow something's really wrong. And my husband had said to me, well, you know, maybe it's that there's this super bad pipe in there and everything is backing up, you know. And my husband had indicated that he that, you know, he was going to send somebody down there and just knock on the door and say, hey, look, you know, we have to really get this checked out. But that never happened because of everything that actually happened. So they ended up putting in um, a fairly large uh, mega-sized garbage disposal, you know, one of those that I guess was considered um, um, I guess you could call it um, a super garbage. Okay, yeah, like a commercial grade or... Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. And, um, you know, so we really didn't hear much after that. And, um, you know, we went down there a couple times and the building, like I said, did kind of, you know, smell. And I just told my husband, I don't really want to come back here ever. This is really a disgusting, you know, very, to me, it just smelled awful in there. Mm -hmm. And um, he said, well, let's just plan on keeping this building for a couple of years. We're going to turn over a really good profit. You know, every single unit is rented out to mm -hmm. college students. Their moms and dads have all, you know, signed on it. So it's not like anybody's, you know, I'm going to be skipping out on the rent. And um, just about all of the tenants living there um, were college students. There were um, several, um, obviously, that were not. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's how I kind of got to uh, meet him. You know, I mean, I didn't, I really didn't think much of him. I thought he was very kind of shy, um, kind of meek, you know. Sure. Um, um, a larger stature gentleman. Um, I'm kind of short, so I guess anybody that's over, over, um, five foot five to I'm in your call. How many times do you think you? Uh, how many times do you think you you ran into or 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 met 
Mr. Dahmer, before you the news broke? I want to say two, maybe three times at the most. Um, you know, I mean, and, uh, you know, uh, once again, you know, it was just, you know, very, very short-lived. You know, mm -hmm. um, um, the times that... Um, that I did speak to him. I thought that he, I thought that he spoke really well, you know, um, but was very, very kind of shy and, you know, um, meek in that he really would not really look at you. Sure. You know, um, have you ever, ever talked with anybody and they're constantly looking yes. down or they're mm -hmm. looking around? And um, one thing that I noticed and I thought that he was just simply, you know, one of those kind of, of individuals that just really didn't like to have a lot of interaction with with you he kept taking off his glasses all the time you know and kind of taking his mm -hmm. eyes and just kind of you know rubbing them back and forth yeah. you know and I thought oh well you know I guess he just doesn't like to talk to you know women now, um, when, um, the, the one time that you went over to the uh, to the apartment and, and to re relation to the garbage disposal that you mentioned and and he denied your you coming in to fix anything at that time, did you ever think back and kind of wonder what you might have almost walked in on? Oh, yes, absolutely. In fact, I am so thankful that he never really allowed me in, you know, because just simply, you know, just simply knowing what I know now, I could have been one of his victims, although mm -hmm. from what, you know, from what I've read and what I've been told you know, um, he really did not prefer, you know, women that his, mm -hmm. that, that he just really liked, he just really liked men. Yeah. That you, you weren't his primary demographic, but a, a target of opportunity it's, is still a target. Exactly. Because I just shudder to think, what if I would have walked in there, if he would have said, oh, sure, you can come on in, Christy, you know, mm -hmm. come on and look around. And what if I saw something, yeah. you know, and he might've known that I saw that. You know, would I have been able to leave? You know, I mean, probably not. You know, so I'm thankful for that. Absolutely. Um, so the the day that the day that all this this news broke, um, I guess starting uh, from there, can you can you walk us through what happened that day? Sure. Um, that day, I got up um, kind of early because at the time my children were very small and. Um, I got up around 4.35 o'clock. I'm like, oh, these babies have to sleep later than this. And um, I, you know, was basically taking care of them. And it was obvious that they had no intentions of going back to sleep. So we, so we went downstairs. And I put them in their high chairs. And, we were going to, and I was going to feed them. And I flipped on the, flipped on the news because that's something that, that I always did you know, and because I didn't want the house to be super quiet. And there was this piece that came on and I just kind of looked over. I'm like, oh, the cops are at it again. You know, there's something bad happening downtown. And um, anyways, I looked at this building. I'm like, oh, that looks kind of like something that maybe I, you know, I um, recognize. So I went over to the television and sat down and started watching this. I'm like, oh my God, that cannot be our, our actual um, building. So I went into the office area that we have at home and I was looking up, you know, various, various properties that, that, that we owned. I'm like, 
oh my God, this cannot be. So I went upstairs and told my husband, I know that you've been gone on on assignment for a couple days, but uh, you need to, you know, um, get up. And so I started telling him, I said to him, you know, there's police and they're all over our buildings downtown. And he's like, oh, come on, you know. So he certainly, you know, got up and, um, you know, looked at it. He's like, oh, my God. So we proceeded to, you know, get herself ready to go down there mm-hmm. and just look and see, you know, um, what was going on. I'd say we probably got down there about maybe nine o'clock. You know, okay. it was a big, huge cluster. I mean, there were there were police cars. There were there were you know people on the sidewalks. There were fire trucks. There were several different hazmat um, type you know things there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, oh my god! And the thing that came on the news was something like. Um, several bodies found at, you know, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, bodies. This is, this is not good. No, no, the, the, um, so when, when you guys got, uh, got down there, what, what was your interaction with uh, the crime scene uh, text, the investigators who was, I guess, running the, the scene down there? Well, at first they were, you know, you know, um, nobody's allowed, um, and, and, you know, whatnot. And, um, my husband, um, my husband, I'm sure my husband showed his ID and I did mine and we identified ourselves as, you know, the people that actually um, own the building, you know, and we wanted to know um, what was going on and mm-hmm. we were given uh, multiple different stories, you know, and finally, Finally, the officer in charge um, came over, you know, and started talking to us and um, told us, you know, that, you know, told us basically what, what had happened, you know, that what had happened that night. And I was like, oh, my God, this just cannot be happening to us. Wow. What, uh, at what point did you actually get, uh, get access into the building or into the, uh, into the apartment? They actually let us in um, fairly quick, which I was now, you know, um, um, in hindsight, I was, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm Very still kind of shocked. Yes. And we were, we were allowed to go um, into the building, but not onto the, what we were not allowed to go up onto the um, second floor you know and um of course you know i wanted to to know you know what's going on and um just you know looking at things and seeing all of these people you know walking walking in and out um i saw you know um tenants walking out well not really walking they were actually running out you know and things kind of like that um we were able to go downstairs to the basement um, area, and uh, later when they found us down there, they were not happy that it, that that we were down there because you know there were things down there too that they that they had to find. But um, when, how much time do you think passed from when you arrived, or, or the day that you found out about the investigation and the? The, the search of the apartment until you actually did get control of your building and your, and the apartment back. 
Um, the building, or I'm sorry, the actual the actual um, apartment was basically um, sequestered for, I think, almost seven days, and they wow. had like you know you know um, yellow tape on there, and they had a padlock type thing um, on the outside um, of the door. You know, I mean, you know, you could see that 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 that, that was there. Um, the tenants that were that were next to this particular, you know, um, place, um, they they like left and um, never came back. You know, um, but when we were able to finally go um, into it, it was like a nightmare walking in there. You know, I mean, it just really had this horrible stench. You know, everything was just kind of, you know, um, ripped up. Um, it looked very, very, it's the right word. It was just very, very um, disheveled looking, you know. Sure. I mean, you could tell that, you know, they had taken things out. Um, while, while, while we were waiting outside that day, I mean, you could see them, you know, coming down, coming down the outer staircase, um, taking out things, you know, they had, um, taken out um, a freezer, you know, um, um, another one that was one of those, one of those um, smaller type of, you know, freezers, mm -hmm. um, lots of boxes of things, you know, um, you know, just kind of like looking back at it, it just did not seem real. It, to me, sure. it just kind of felt like I was like I was sitting inside um, a theater, you know, watching something that, 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 you know, that can't you know um, was not happening. real, yeah. you know, and in fact, you know, um, um, at one point, um, several different reporters, um, I think it was like channel six, I think that's why what it was, um, came up to us and, you know, they, you know, stuck the mic and all of the lights, like right in our face, you know, and, they made some accusations like, you know, and these are the owners of the building. What do you have to say? You oh know, my God. I, wow. I was like, I have, I have nothing to say. I'm covering up my face, you know, um, you know, um, it was pretty, pretty awful. So at the, that I would like to have to relive again. No, I, it doesn't sound like the kind of thing you'd wish on an enemy, um, yeah. you know, for, especially in, uh, as bad as it was when this happened, you know, in the modern 24-hour news cycle, um, I can only imagine how ferocious the the um, the reporters would be about trying to uh, corner the owners of a uh, of a place like this today to get a statement and get some assign some blame and liability and make make news out of you know these ancillary items. Um, you said that. The, they had the police had the the apartment locked down for about a week. Um, when you guys did get access back into the apartment, it was you know disheveled as as you'd mentioned. Um, had there been any um, I guess modifications that you remember to the apartment, or was there anything in there that was particularly unusual or striking? Well, what I found really odd <clears throat> because I had been into several other other you know units it just looked completely different you know mm -hmm. the um, kitchen looked like um like um if you were in if like you were in a hospital morgue you know um there was like um a there was like a um, stainless steel 
stainless steel uh, counter um, type thing, you know. And um, I thought, well, that's kind of weird looking, you know. And, um, you know, there were um, a lot of off to the side, there was like this built-in wall shelving thing. And uh, it was like a lot of, you know, um, boxes there, um, um, garbage bag type boxes, you know, I thought that that was kind of odd. Um, they were all sealed, you know, um, the actual, the actual um, flooring um, had been, you know, um, stained in a lot of different places. Uh, you could see where various pieces of tile had been taken up, you know, and since we had never been in to that particular, um, you know, unit, I really didn't know at the time whether that's how it was mm -hmm. or if maybe there was something there that, you know, that they had to take as evidence. Um, a window in the window in the um, living room was cracked and um, it looked like there might have been some kind of, you know, some sort of staining on there. Um, there was, um, I'm just trying to think of so many things that, was, that I'm just seeing so weird. Um, one thing I thought that was really odd was that when we went into the bedroom, um, everything was just, you know, sh shoveled um, everywhere. The, um, the actual clothing that was hung up there was um, rather neatly, you know, um, hung up, okay. you know, and I thought that that was kind of odd, you know. Um, um, the um, bathroom, um, it looked like the um, toilet had been kind of like, you know, lifted up, you know, um, mm -hmm. on the bottom of, of an actual, as an actual toilet, they have those, um, you call those um, mounting type things. Those kind of look like they were mounted mm -hmm. up. The, the refrigerator was gone. Um, you could see where there had been various items of like furniture, I guess, um, that had been taken um, away, you know, because you could see that there was like um, a rim of like dust, you sure. know, um, like it maybe had been there for a long, long time. And again, you know, when we were standing outside, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what was going on there and things like that later on in, um, in that first day, you could see them, you know, um, taking items out. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll tell you something, and I can still actually smell this, and that's really kind of a weird thing, but it's, mm -hmm. like, it's like when I walked in there, it had the most putrid smell you could ever imagine. It just, to me, smelled like, you know, something had died um, in there, and it would, and it had been, um, it had been left there for a long, long time. Now, I've worked uh, a number of different crime scenes with, you know, very different, um, different working groups, um, from, you know, uh, my patrol side to, you know, special investigations, narcotics, and then some. Uh, some joint wow. agencies and one of the it's it one of the thing that you know cops are really generally pretty good at searching and finding stuff cops are generally not very good about putting things back where they go after it's been searched um <laughs> that's so for sure some of the some of the crime scenes that i've i've been inside 
Um, some, and you know, sometimes it depends on the investigator. Sometimes it depends on the unit, on the, the urgency of the matter at hand, um, what we're trying to recover. But I, I've seen crime scenes that, you know, we've left and you would barely know that we were there. And I've seen other wow. crime scenes that we've left and it looked like the place was burglarized and ransacked because, you know, we were very urgently trying to find something that was fairly time sensitive. Um, so with, with that, it, you described the, the scene before as disheveled um, with all the time that the officers had there, that they had control of the scene. Were you at all concerned when you took the place back over that there was anything left behind that, you guys might come across. Well, you know, inside inside the um, kitchen, like I had um, alluded to, we had, you know, there was a there was um, a pantry um, type thing, and like I said, there were several boxes of garbage bags, um, a lot of a lot of bottles of sealed of sealed um, cleaning type things, um, bleach. There was a lot um, of that there you know, um, vinegar. Um, there were several sealed boxes um, of gloves. Um, I just thought that, you know, looking back, I I just thought they would have taken um, everything. You know, um, mm-hmm. the stove inside it, the um, stove had something in it. I don't know what it was, but um, it just looked like, you know, he had maybe made a dinner well i just hope it was you know food and not someone's body parts yes and that and that had been left there um there was also too like a lot of soot um you know um white powdery soot or you know soot mm-hmm. um yeah that, that was on the um, countertops you know and um i later found out that you know that's well, that's probably how that, that they were, you know, that they were, they were um, gathering, you know, um, specimens and things kind yeah, of like probably that. Fingerprint powder. Yeah. You know, um, um, we did find in the bedroom area, the bed had been just tousled, you know, the a mattress, um, the on top portion was gone, but I, I mean, maybe he didn't have a bottom mat, or I mean, mm-hmm. maybe he didn't have a top mattress, but um, the mattress that was there had some, um, gosh, how can I um, explain this? It looked like someone had taken a sharp object mm-hmm. and opened it up, you know, Sure. and um, we found um, a, a bottle um, in there of alcohol, you know, um, I think it was um, Jimmy Bean, yeah, yeah, um, Jimmy Bean. You know, so you know, um, have you ever gone to like um, to like to like um, catch um, a flight and the um, and the uh, hostess will come up to you and ask if you'd like anything to drink, and you yes. say yes, mm-hmm. and then they serve you from those really small bottles. Yeah. Well, that's well, yeah. that's what it was. The single, you know. Uh, I thought that that was kind of odd, you know, um, um, but it was just such a mess, you know, I mean, there was just everything, you know, and I'm just like, oh my God, what are we going um, to do, you know, and then, you know, to the other thing, you know, like I had alluded to, we had, you know, um, quite a few tenants living there that happened to be college students Mm -hmm. and, you know, several of them 
their parents were calling us at home, you know, threatening us, you know, threatening me, you know, that, you know, that they are considering suing us. And I'm like, oh my gosh, can they actually sue us? Well, um, of course, I have later found out no, but, you know, mm -hmm. still, I mean, I was really kind of, you know, frightened uh, that, sure. that, that that kind of thing would, you know, happen. And then, of course, um, I don't recall exactly when this was, but it was probably within that week, maybe the second week, the, you know, the M journal. Oh, every single day, the front page, it was just like loaded with all of this stuff, you know. And um, several times, um, our several times, um, our name was was actually mentioned in there, you wow. know. And uh, they did not actually state where we lived, but they gave the actual city, you know. And um, you know, we had um, a couple gawkers um come out, you know, um, and basically make some pretty nasty, you know, threats to us, you know. Wow. But um, you know, and then of course having having children that were, you know, relatively small, you know, that kind of made it. I just felt like you know we weren't very very safe there, but no, and how that didn't last that, that long. Yeah. Well, too, and you know that's um, a very good point because at the time um, one of my one of my children was a little bit um, um, a little bit older, mm -hmm. and um, you know. Um, people at school were talking about this, and at the time, he, you know, he didn't really understand that this was a very serious um, event, you yes. know. And oh, you know, my mom and dad, they happened to own that building, you know. Like, oh my God, you know. So, you know, that was kind of a very, very difficult conversation to, mm -hmm. you know, to to have with um, a child, you know, telling them that, you know, sometimes there are people in this world that are just, you know, mentally disturbed. And this is, and this is not the actual normal way, you know, people should act. No. But, and, um, and um, I guess uh, what I mentioned earlier, the, um, about cops not generally being good at picking up after themselves. Um, one of the, things that I think people probably don't appreciate until they are the owner of a, uh, of a crime scene uh, or they, you know, inherit a crime scene back from the cops is that one mm -hmm. of the other things that we don't do um, unless we're responsible for some type of damage is any kind of cleanup, right? You know, even, you oh, know, yeah. we don't even vacuum up our fingerprint powder. Um, no, no, you know, they don't. I would imagine nothing that, like they, that was done. What, what was the, what was the, the cleanup process like in getting that apartment and that building remediated so that you could go back to some degree of normalcy? Well, I'll tell you, we called, uh, we called um, multiple companies because at first I thought that maybe we could just go in there um, ourselves. Mm -hmm. And when I walked in there and became very, very violently ill, you know, my husband was like, no, we're not doing this. And um, anyways, um, we called, you know, several different cleaning companies and many of them were like, uh-uh, no, uh-uh, no, you know, and um, um, we finally found, you know, um, one company that, that came out and um, they charged us a lot of money, a lot, mm -hmm. you know, but, um, you know, we had, 
we had to pay that um, out of pocket. You know, we were able to be compensated somewhat with our with our insurance company, but you know, um, even that was kind of a you know difficult. Paltry. So, um, and then um, anything that was thrown out um, into the um, into the garbage because there um, in the back was this like you know fairly large garbage um, area. You know, we we would have people camped out there waiting for things to be thrown out, even things that did not come from that, you know, um, from that unit, you know, um, we also had, you know, people walking in front of there or in front of the housing unit, um, picketing, you know, just, you know, making nasty remarks about the cops, um, about us, you know, I mean, it was, it was really a very, very tense time. It really was. How did um, do you remember how you folks ended up actually getting getting rid of all the the property out of the apartment, or how that got resolved? The company that that we am hired, you know, finally, um, they had a group of a group of um, people um, come in, and uh, they were a little bit dramatic about it in that they had on, you know, suits, um, if you will. They were, they were not really um, a, a hazmat suit, but, the, but you know, looking at it, it was, mm-hmm. you know, definitely not something that they would have, you know, um, 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 normally worn, you know. And sure. um, they just, you know, basically came in with, you know, mops, garbage bags. Um, um, they had, like, these special kind of, like, um, oh, what are those vacuum cleaners called? Um, um, a shop vac um, type okay. thing, you yeah. know. And, you know, constantly, you know, picking up things, um, ripping up carpet. Um, at one point, um, they made a big hole inside the wall, you know, because I don't know if they were just clowning around or what. But um, when they were done, and we went back, it still had that stench, that horrible, horrible smell like, you know, there had been old dead blood there for a very long, long time, you know, and um, I told my husband, I said, we are never going to be able to ever, ever rent this unit out. I mean, who on earth would want to live here, you know? And um, at first he said, well, you'd be surprised what, you know, we can do, <laughs> you know, he said, yeah. you know, we can come it's in and years. gut it. Yeah. And so we had several different contractors come in. And I think, I think one of the contractors was just basically interested because he just wanted to look and see, you know, mm. so he's like, oh, so okay. this is where this all happened. So like, look, we're not here to talk um, about that. We want to get yeah. this place fixed up. But um, obviously, that that just never really, really happened. Yeah. What never what ultimately fruition? What ultimately became of the of the building? Well, what happened um, rather 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 quickly is all of the tenants left. You know, and um, um, initially we were very fearful that we were going to be sued. So we just told people, look, you can live here. You don't have to pay rent. If you don't want to, we're very sorry that this happened, you know. Um, um, we offered them other other places that they could live at. But, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, within 
within um, three and a half months, there wasn't anybody living there, you know, and um, we thought that maybe we could sell it. Nobody wanted to buy it. In the long story short, we ended it, we, we, we basically ended up, you know, I'm giving it back to the, back to, back to the bank, um, if you will. And that's, that's, that's a bad thing because it looks, you know, I mean, when you have a loan on a piece of property and you stop, you stop making payments on it, that follows you for a long time, you know? And um, it did have a negative effect on our, on our credit for a long, long time. You know, and it's like, well, you don't understand. This is the building that we owned. And then, of course, you know, um, you have people look at you like, so you're here to get another loan for another piece of property, but you owned this place where you allowed a, you know, a nasty person to live at. And it's like, look, we had no idea. You know, yeah. when we when we purchased the property, it was intact. You know, the property or the um, actual property was turning a positive a positive cash flow. You know, why why would you even think such a thing about your tenants? Yeah, not like you can so, have fill out a questionnaire about you know, are you a serial killer, and hope that they you know are honest about checking the right box. Well, that's kind of kind of like an interesting concept that you state there because afterwards um, we did end up you know um, you know um, buying several other other properties and I said to my husband you know do we have to have these people you know um, you know fingerprinted and yeah, do we have to go track. looking through their apartment and you know making sure that there's that there's nothing wrong and um, since that time it's kind of like kind of like left me not trusting people that I, that I rent to. And that's kind of awful because up, up until that time, I felt like I was a fairly, a fairly, fairly untrusting, you know, a person. But, you know, once something bad like that happens to you, you just never really, you just never really lose those thoughts. I mean, um, you might not think about them every day, but, um, you know, it's definitely a conversation, um, a conversation um, at parties that, oh, yeah, you, you know, do you want to tell, um, um, you know, do you want to share that story? I'm like, yeah. oh, no, I don't think that I really want to, you know, yeah. oh, come on, tell us, you know, like, no, I don't think that Christy wants to be talking about that. Yeah. So. Well, I greatly appreciate you coming on and, and sharing your experience with us about the, the aftermath of, of what property owners um, and potentially family members are left with at, at uh, these major crime scenes. Um, again, I really appreciate you, you trusting me with, with this and um, being able to, to deal with it from a, a, a research and information standpoint rather than just diving into the macabre. You've been listening to Writers on the Beat, where crime writers meet crime fighters. It's a copyrighted broadcast of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I'm your host, Gavin Reese, and this episode's guest has been Jeffrey Dahmer's former landlord, Christy. Until next time, take care of yourselves and each other. Be safe out there.